They're just two parents who happen to be dads. One called Harley, the other one is Wads. It's not really Wads, it's Wade! But Wade doesn't rhyme with dads. It's shitting with the door open. Uh, how are you, mate? Good, buddy. Good. Just winding down, winding up for Christmas. Winding down and winding up, that is appropriate. So everything is kind of like wrapping up and winding up and we're winding up in this place and we're kind of like getting ready. I'm getting ready to come up and see you. Yeah. In like two days, which I'm fucking amped about. Tickety-boo. But then, of course, everything's winding up because it's Christmas. We're going to Perth, so you've got to pack for that. We're there for like five weeks. And, of course, Christmas is itself is a fucking event. So yes, winding up, winding down. Well, we're not going to be doing much for Christmas. It's not a it's not a massive deal in our house unless we get an invite um, to be at someone's house, like we have done with you in the past, like we we do for family. Um, we obviously we do a little bit in the morning to to create some fun and excitement for the kids, but it's not a big deal. So I I don't get stressed about Christmas at all. Um, and Hannah, it, it's sort of led by Hannah. It's not a main focus of hers. And because Woodford Folk Festival is yearly a big focus of ours, and that starts two yeah. days after Christmas, that's the thing that we're gearing up for, not Christmas. Yeah, great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think, like, I was talking to a friend today, and I was like, Christmas is about the kids. Like, before yes. I had the children, I was like, it's fine. It's a day. I'd rather hang out with friends yeah. <laughs> than yeah. family. Yeah. But, you know, I get the obligation. But I thought it was, like, a nice obligation, but it was still a bit of an obligation. Whereas now I'm like, oh no, it's all about the kids. It's yes. all about what do they want to do? What's going to be best for them? Best for them is with their grandparents, and like all that stuff. Yeah. And because they love it so much, I'm into it. I'm also a bit more out of my own head, I think, like 10 years later. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't I'm, mind Christmas. I'm, I like def- I'm definitely not a Grinch. Uh, at all, and nor is Hannah. So we, we, you know, we lay it on um, for the kids. You know, there's gifts under the tree, and we've we've been doing handmade um, Christmas decorations. Uh, and Great. just the other day, in our tiny little uh, beachside suburb, uh, there was a couple of classic cars drove past, covered in tinsel, with Santa Claus driving one of them, and the the, the, the one in the front with a you know Christmas carols playing, saying Santa's behind and. Uh, it happened yeah, to come yeah. past at the exact same time that I was jumping into Dad's car to be driven to the airport to come back to Sydney to do breakfast radio. And so Dad was a non-event. They could not have given a shit <laughs> that I was leaving again. <laughs> I love that stuff, the effort that just people, random people, yeah. not paid to do it. No. Not like some kind of volunteer. Do just some random people just love like the spirit of like community and like Christmas and whatever it is. They're just like, yeah, we're just going to do something for the yeah. kids, yeah, for the community, for the village. It's it great. is nice. Yeah, yeah, it is nice because it does take a village. But I was thinking about this the other day, and what a great segue. So good. <laughs> like, I can't wait for without it. Without even meaning to, we are fucking nailing it. <laughs> was that how great it is to have a village? Like yes. you need that village around you. But if your village is shit, then, the then that is not, like, that is the worst. Yeah. And so you're raising, like, um, uh, children, like, you're trying to do your best. You're trying to make them, like, the best people that you can be. Like, I think my job is to help the girls become the best humans that they can be. Like, yeah. that's yeah. what I'm trying to facilitate. Yeah. Um, but if you are raised in a shitty situation and you're surrounded by other shitty situations, your whole village is just like a, like a, a cesspit of like, yeah. um, 
Well, I don't think we need to go into the details, but I think we can all imagine like what that cesspit would look well, like. Well, you know, and this is the thing um, about generational uh, poverty um, and, and generational struggles, generational homelessness. Um, I think there's a common misconception that people choose these kinds of shitty lives. Uh, well, often it's it's what you know, right? You end up where it's what you know. What you know. People that go to university as quite often, more often than not, because they're children of people who went to university. So yes. it's it's an idea that you can do that. When you don't have that idea in your life, it's not to say that you can't do it. It's just the hurdle is fucking higher and your legs are shorter. 100%. 100%. Everything is just that little bit different. Not better or worse. Yeah. It's just very different. Well, anyway, so if you're worse. surrounded, a little bit worse. <laughs> yeah, a lot worse. <laughs> you know, because there was a, there was a recent article out um, that there are six new billionaires in Australia as of 2023. Um, yeah. And I'm fairly sure the article said all of them are through inheritance. So not hard work then. Because we keep getting told the billionaires are created because of hard work. But it isn't hard work. They've just inherited it. And then they can just, they can turn that money into more money. I love how quickly you've turned this. Mate, <laughs> you, got it. you started it, mate. And now I'm on it. Eat the rich. Eat the rich. <laughs> Fuck it over. I'm all for it. I can tax him 80%, 90%. Yeah. If you're going to inherit that kind of money, you can go fuck yourself. You know? I tell you what, oh, you build your own hospital. That's what you can do. You can build your own hospital. You can build your own roads. You, yeah. <laughs> you can do all of that. You can build your own farm. They fucking probably do already. Anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I won't turn this lovely podcast of ours into a Marxist <laughs> rant. <laughs> anyway, Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh, God, it gets me goat up. Get fired up. I'm getting so anyway, up. I was just going to say, like, if you come from like a good village, that's great. Yeah. But if you come from a terrible village, it's great to escape. Yeah. That's all I was going to say, and, and that applies too. through a, a lot of situations throughout life. And you know, too, if you do uh, ha- happen to have a terrible village or a terrible situation you're in, um, I, I would say you've got a full support from me to go and try and find uh, a better existence because it is out there. There are great people. I saw a really yeah. kitschy. Um, a cheap sign in, in, a, in a holiday house that friends of mine were staying in um, over the weekend, last weekend, uh, and it just said, friends are the family you choose, and I love that. I think it's great. Yeah. Look, it was probably bought at Kmart on sale, but it's, uh, but, but it's a nice little thing to remind yourself of. Some of those corny little signs that you see, like um, like the pillows or the T-shirts yes. or like the welcome mats, like, yeah, friends are the family you choose. It's a lovely little one. Yeah. It's yeah. great. Yeah, it is good. It's really nice. Yeah. Um, but sometimes when you're in a shitty situation, you're in like that bad village, you can't escape. It's hard to escape. Very hard. And that is yeah. rough. Yeah, Fucking absolutely. Rough, rough, you're, rough. You're the family I choose, Wade. You're the family I choose. <laughs> <laughs> I've chosen not to be with my family at the moment. And do you know what? It is... Um, I don't know what's happened to me recently, but I... I've, uh, I guess I've allowed myself to be burdened by guilt through the majority of my parenting. Um, yep. Guilt that I'm, uh, I'm not with my kids. Guilt that um, the the mothers of my children um, are having to do the work. Um, guilt that I get to stay in lovely hotels like I'm in now. And I, in the last sort of couple of weeks, um, I, it seems to have dissipated a bit. And, and partly that is, I've just got to go to work. 
right? And, yeah. and I had quite a bit of time off leading into the birth of Quill and on the other side of that. Um, when people in my sort of job uh, stop working, the money just stops coming in. I don't, I don't have holiday pay. Um, yeah. I, I don't have anything like that. So I just yeah, have there's to no work. paid time off. Yeah, and so... I've just I've just sort of done a bit of self talk, and it's like well, no, I've got to I've got to go to work. I I'm, I've spoken heaps ad nauseum on this podcast about my focus and my goals of being able to work less, spend more time with children, and more time with Hannah, and that's still my absolute hundred percent focus. But in the meantime, I'm not going to go to work and constantly hate it, and that's also something I've spoken about. I'm just going to be positive about it, enjoy it, and I'm like. Currently, like I talked Hannah through the, the hotel room that I'm staying in. And I was like, it's the best. It's probably the nicest hotel room I've stayed in in a long time. <laughs> its location is really good. I've been going yeah. for walks around Hyde Park. Uh, I'm loving it. There's no point you being there and being miserable. How is that helping no. anybody? And it's that thing that we talked about. You don't have to go do this thing. You get to go do this yeah. thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, um, oh, I think I sent you a reel the other day of The Rock saying the exact same thing. He's been listening a few to weeks the podcast. <laughs> after we said it. That's right. listen to the podcast. <laughs> An endorsement from Dwayne Johnson. Good <laughs> on you, Dwayne. Thanks, Dwayne. <laughs> doesn't sound as fierce when you just say his first name, does it? Dwayne. But I reckon if he said it, it would sound pretty fierce. They'd be like, oh, yeah, no, you're right, Dwayne. <laughs> That's a good point. Because <laughs> that's the thing, like, there's no reason to hate it, but there's also no reason to lie. In a previous life, I would say how frustrated I was to be away and all of that while having the best time ever. Like, it was helping my partner at the time that I wasn't having a good time. But it's, it's just a complete, it's a complete lie. Yeah, I'm having a good time. I'm having a great time, you know? Yeah. So sometimes when, like, Claire will go away, I feel... She will see, like, you know, like, oh, I've got the kids and she might be at a place where she can be having a good time. She's like, oh, I'm just going to go home early or I'm just going to buy, like, some Woolworths cat food. Or I'm just going to eat that straight out of the tin. <laughs> you know, like, she's just trying to be... <laughs> that's not helping me. Yes. No, I want to know you're having a great time. If yes. you're having a good time, then I'm like, yeah, that's fantastic. Like, then, like, it's good. But there's no point in you being away and miserable and me being home and, like, having <laughs> and doing what I'm doing. Yes. You know? Completely. Just enjoy it. Yeah. I, I think the other thing that's really helping my mood is uh, it's now eight days since I had a beer um, yeah, or, or any alcohol at all. And um, I, just because I've got to be up, I set my alarm at about 4.40. Um, and I've just got to go to bed. And so I'm turning screens off. Um, I've got a couple of books here with me on, on this week. Great. And um, turning on my sleep sounds. All the lights are out. Oh, yeah, great. Um, I'm, still, I'm still not sleeping very well. Um, that's just because of the stress and anxiety of sleeping past an alarm and having to be at work so early in the morning. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's just slight, uh, uh, a restless night, uh, restless night. Sleeplessness, it's not yeah. hungover, stressed, restless yeah. night, all of that on top of it. How are you going with the not drinking? You're finding it a struggle or you're fine? No, look, it's 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 kind of the way it always happens with me is I really push it and then I push yeah. it a little bit more and then I give it a final big nudge. <laughs> like, <laughs> really lean into it. And um, that's what happened in the last weekend. It was, it was a celebratory uh, weekend of drinking. We had friends very close to us uh, yeah. that flew up and, and got this great holiday house and 
you know, it was the kind of wake up in the morning um, and open the fridge and there's a can of beer there and you're like, fuck it, we're on holidays. <laughs> 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 and then um, by the time I was uh, going to the airport on Sunday evening um, over a week ago, I was just fizzing with anxiety and um, yeah. I was just like, I, I just need a break. And I didn't intend it to be this long. i just be honest with you, I'm really enjoying it. Once you get past a certain part, like um, in that break of drinking, once you get past like that three or four days in the body, you start to kind of like lose the anxiety, like that anxiety, I yes. think they call it. Yeah. And you start to kind of feel kind of good and you get past that, that extra couple of days where you're like, all right, I'm five days past drinking. Yeah. And I feel really good now. But you know what? Fuck, I'd love a beer. I'd love a beer. Once you just push past those few days, and then when you're under the eight day, like, like, and it doesn't take long, then you're like, oh, yeah, I'm actually feeling yes. the mood lifts. Yes. Like everything's just that bit easier. You're getting out of bed, as you say, like a bit easier. Everything just makes that little bit. It's all about picking your moments because I don't want to give up drinking, but I realize how much it impacts my day-to-day life. Totally, so and I, I would say there's probably two other factors as well that is helping me stay off the grog. Uh, one, and a very big one, and, and one of the, the reasons to stop anyway, is because we are really tight as a family at the moment. Like, things yeah. are fucking rough. Hannah is an absolute gun. She is going to be able to bring Christmas together for the kids, but it is fucking, we are on a shoestring. And the other one yeah. is... Um, I, I do the brekkie radio. It's not that I don't have mates in this city that we're broadcasting from in Sydney. I've got heaps of mates here. But I do have a bit of work on and I'm just staying in the hotel room and drinking with mates is the best and drink on, on your own in a hotel room is pretty fucking sad. And so the, the, the factor of not having any money and just being on my own for most of the day makes yeah. it quite easy. But on, on the weekend, I, I went home um, to be with the kids and to prepare uh, Chateau Del Wade, so oh, we've, got, we've got we've <laughs> got we got the tent. You're gonna love this. We got the tent <laughs> in the backyard, and I just wanted to do a bit of work uh, around the place. So I had to do it a, uh, a week early because um, I'm actually getting back into Brisbane after you get there because of this yep. job. Um, so I was just doing a bit of work, uh, make that yard a little bit less ratty, and put some things away and. Makes, makes the place a bit nicer <laughs> for Wade. Now, for starters, what's funny about that is you won't give a shit. You probably won't even notice. <laughs> like, you don't give a shit. <laughs> no. And the other factor is I've got this quite nice tent. I would say, I just want to say it's quite a nice tent. It's not. It's like a yep. glamping tent. If you pay to go glamping, you'd get a tent like I've got. Is this the one that I've seen before, like the big white one? Yes. looks like a teepee. Yeah. It's called a bell yeah. tent. Um, and it's a nice tent. <laughs> I just keep saying a nice tent because <laughs> I have had my mother-in-law in it for two months. Now, <laughs> okay, but sure. But what about the tent? <laughs> <laughs> the bell tent is what I call my anus, right? So, <laughs> my, I never, I never asked my mother-in-law to stay in the tent. It just yeah. got set up for a bit of fun and a bit of privacy. It's it's on the sort of back. Uh, fence line and it stops people coming out of a, a car park there seeing into the yard. That's sort of its purpose. Yeah. And then the kids and I slept in there over a school holidays the night that Quill was born and then my mother-in-law started sleeping in it. But there's a bed inside in, in what yeah. is the kind of the baby's room, but the baby's sleeping in our bed. She can absolutely sleep in the house. She has chosen <laughs> to sleep in the tent. <laughs> Just This is all leading up to the fact that for over two months... 
whenever she's there, she stays in the tent on a mattress on the ground. And over the weekend, I built you a bed frame. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't build a bed frame for my 67-year-old (laughs) mother-in-law. Friends of the family you choose. (laughs) And and I feel appropriately bad about it, but... I just when I leave, take it down. <laughs> Nobody gets to sleep in it after I'm done with it, all right? Get rid of it. Oh, no one will want to sleep with it after you're done with it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, man. And, and the point about all of that very long-winded story was after that day, it was an incredibly hot day in Queensland. The humidity level was up with, like, basically I was working in a cloud. It was it was so wet. Um but what about the working? Anyway, shut up. Um, I I had some beers in my in my little camping fridge that I keep outside, and I really like it. That, that's the time where you you can just smash a beer. It tastes better than you've ever tasted beer before because yep. you've yep. you've worked in physical labour and it's great. And um, I just went, no, no, you don't need a beer right now. You can have right. another week off. Um, wait for Wado. Well, when I come up there. I'm not keen to like hit it that hard anyway. Well, there's only, there's know, only two six packs in there, mate, and uh, that's all I've got the money for. So. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what we're drinking. Because <laughs> I like had a pretty big weekend the weekend before last, and this on Friday night I had like three beers over like two hours. Wow! And I had them as shandies as well. Delicious, Did you? lovish. I love Drinking a shandy. A shandy. I fucking love a shandy. <laughs> Great. Um. But even like on the Saturday, I woke up and that's three, not big beers. They're like uh, Stone and Wood, Pacific Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like yeah. four and yeah. a half percent yeah. or whatever. I'd no, call that a midi big. at this stage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but even that, just after three on the Saturday, I woke up and I was a bit tired and it was a bit crankier than I should have been because I had like a, I thought it was a good night's sleep. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's just the three, the three beers. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And, and look, I, we're totally of the age now to be drinking shandies. And uh, yeah. to be honest, the weather at my house really lends itself to a shandy. Mate, and I've drinking like these sugar-free, <laughs> got the sugar-free lemonade. The other day, I made myself like a sugar-free lemonade shandy with like zero alcohol beer. <laughs> <laughs> what are you even doing? <laughs> but I loved it. I was so happy. I was just so stoked with myself. <laughs> <laughs> I had the best time. That's really great. Yeah. Uh, well, what an idiot. We'll be pumped. Um, the kids are pumped about Wade coming. Um, uh, in fact, I was listening to an episode of ours the other day, or it was like a, a video I was putting up on Instagram, yeah. and Marigold, who's just four years old, was like, is that Wade? And came running out. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, uh, no, I mean, it is, but no, he, Wade's coming in a week. And she went, is he coming to see me? I went, yeah, just for you, Marigold. He's just coming up to see Goldie. That's it. No one else. (laughs) Everyone else can get fucked. No, it's going to be great. It's fun. I love your kids. They're hilarious. Well, you know. They really want to, like, they're at a good age to kind of hang out and play games. 
Yeah, they are. I, I had an interesting. I, I had to talk about this on commercial radio this morning because it's just the nature of it. You got to mine your your life for it. Whereas here, I'm just telling my mate it. I, I went home for the weekend, and um, it's just interesting. Like Leonard is a, at the age now where he's got pretty much zero interest in me, and yeah. um, and the kids, in his defence, are pretty annoying for a 13 year old. He loves his siblings. Yeah. But you know, he, you even know it with your kids, right? They froth over seeing Leonard. Like yeah. they love him, and he loves them. But yeah. about an hour into them hanging out, Leonard is trying to find places to hide. You yeah, know? because he's 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 a thirteen year old boy. It's yes. like he's like I'm done. Yeah, like I've got my own shit to do now. Yeah, so I fly yeah. home from Sydney just for two days, and um, he'd been staying with mum and dad. And that's where I'd left my car. So I took a taxi there to get my car and to get him. And I said, right, let's go home. And he went, oh, no, I'm not coming. And I was like, what? <laughs> I'm home for like two days, mate. He goes, yeah, have fun. And I was like, <laughs> what? But, I, but cats in the cradle in the silver <laughs> How did that feel? Was that a hit to the heart? It, look, it was it. It was a bit. Um, it was. It was, but it also wasn't. It was like I get it, mate. And then he wanted to go to the farm. And previously, right up until this very moment, he's wanted to go to the farm without me. I'm like, you can't go without me, mate. It's a working farm. They're flat out. My brother's kids are grown enough not to have to be worried about, and their farm kids that were just brought up. Yeah. On. Whereas my kid, he needs to be monitored. What? Yeah. But he, you know, he's really coming of age um, into his awareness and um, he's far more responsible and far more capable. Anyway, I put the I put the word out to my brother that he wanted, he was gunning to come and he said, yeah, mate, but he's going to have to work. And so he's gone out to the farm on his own for the first time. It's a right. big deal. Yeah. And then I, then I got home and Walter was just, had been offered at no specific time to go to Grandma Maven Pa's house because it's always Leonard going there on the weekends and he just wants to go and have a sleepover. I'm like, but I'm, I just got home, mate. <laughs> like, I just got home and I wanted to just be at home. I wanted to prepare the house for you to come, but I also yeah. wanted to hang out with my wife and my children. I, I, like, I'm not going in there. So they came out and picked him up. <laughs> so, so then it was just... <laughs> so Walter's gone, Leonard's gone, and then it was just... To be honest, when they drove off, I looked at Hannah. She's holding Quill and Marigold was there. And I went, this is what it would be like if we just had two kids. <laughs> this is pretty good. This isn't bad, I've got to tell you. This is pretty good. So then, so she's in, um, like, it was towards the evening. It was time for uh, Marigold to go to bed. And I tell you what, God damn, was it easy. Fuck me. Yep. Fuck every parent that says it's hard with two kids. Holy shit. I could have done it blindfolded with my arms tied behind my back. I'm like, so I'm getting... Um, again, there was just the briefest version of this on commercial radio. It's so much nicer to talk long form with you. Um, so Hannah was with Quill. And so I just got to do a bedtime story with just Marigold. And I'm like, this is going to be Which great. It's just one-on-one. So one. nice. Yeah. So I just had a quick thing that I had to do just to sort of do a sort of partial reset of the kitchen just to, to get ready to do the washing up. I wasn't even doing the washing up. I was just getting it all stacked and ready. And then I turn around and go into Marigold's room and she is asleep face down on the floor. <laughs> I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> just everybody. It was like, ah, fine. 
Fine. Uh, <laughs> which is, you know, in some ways that's really lovely. You know, because yeah. then you get to have that All time with Hannah that you don't normally... And then Hannah had some sort of freak weird virus. This is the truth. Some sort of <laughs> viral reaction. This is the truth. Um, so I go in there thinking I might uh, might be able to get a leg over here. And um, she was not in a good way. <laughs> I was like, okay, all right. Looking for a little wage job perhaps. <laughs> Anybody on here want to take up the role of a wage job? <laughs> What's on your list there? What's that? That's so stupid. That's the best. Hannah loved it. She had to edit that video. She thought it was very funny. I don't even think that's the one we put up. Anyway, uh, look, it was a good time at home. There was a good time of reconnection uh, with uh, with everybody and um, being at the house and doing all of that and uh, getting ready for Uncle Wade to turn up. Hey, just on the radio for a second, I've noticed in the clips that you post, you know, online, yeah. that you're always wearing a shirt, but I never see you wearing a shirt. Now, is that a conscious thing? No. Or is, that, or is that like something they've told you to do? Or what's happening there? No. So the clip that'll go out today will be me in this shirt. Oh, actually not this shirt. I've changed since I got home. Just in a black t-shirt. I was wearing, yeah, three different um, uh, like short sleeve button up shirts on four yeah. of the days. And one day I had a hoodie on because um, it's quite cold in the studio. Uh, it is because I was pretty drunk when I was packing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so glad I asked. <laughs> that's the truth. I, um, <laughs> I do like in the summer a short sleeve button up shirt. I did not intend to only have those with me. But I. <laughs> I went through the bag and went, oh, I've really fucked this. Um, and normally, it, it, previously, I'd just go out and buy more stuff. Two reasons I'm not doing that. One is we, things are pretty tight for us at the moment. And two, that is an irresponsible thing to do, to be constantly buying fashion items. Yeah. It's one of the, it's one of the biggest contributors um, to uh, landfill, to um, carbon emissions, all of that. Yeah. And I'm trying uh, to... Just be a bit okay with, um, you know, this shirt's quite, it's quite a faded black shirt. I like to, it to be jet black. All right, we'll get over your vanity, mate. And so, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> it's great that you noticed that. He's got a black shirt on. Because <laughs> if it was just one, it would be like, oh, he's got a shirt on. Hang on a second. Every day he's got a button up shirt. <laughs> I love that you think that Triple M has asked me to wear well, no. a button up collared shirt. That's why I was like, but that's Triple M and everyone else is wearing t shirts. Maybe they're like, fucking, oh, this guy, no, he's not, he can't get away with the t shirt. He's, he's too rough. <laughs> what you can't see is I'm wearing thongs. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, Just the button-up shirt and thongs, <laughs> nothing else. <laughs> no, it's Triple M. My cock and balls are out. <laughs> Talking into my own mic, thanks. <laughs> That's what I use as my security pass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I better swipe it again. I'm going to pay careful attention to what I wear tomorrow morning now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, great to see you, buddy. You too, mate. Good and to I have will a yarn. see you in a few days where we'll be able to record live in person. Yes. Amazing. I don't know if we're going to be able to do it in the uh, in the tent because that would definitely be a Bikram podcast. It's going to be hot in the daytime. Wait, you're going to be waking up real early. 
You got that Great. sun comes up in Queensland, and you are going to be up, <laughs> <laughs> and then you're going to wake up. 